Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, Happy hey, Friday. Hello, hello. TGIF and all that. And all that. Yeah. How's your lip? It's okay. Um, yeah. Did you have to get it cut open? No, it didn't cut it. Froze it. She Froze was late this morning. I Froze thought it. they removed her lip oh, there Oh, God, for a no. This morning, it's just one thing after another. Some mornings getting out of the house with Jacob because I get him up and drop him off at his dad's on the way in. And we just had one of those mornings. That yeah. <laughs> Where you can't get out of the house. That's the no, worst. No, When you know you got to no. be somewhere and then you got to go in. One You're thing like, after another after another. Where's the that? Yeah, I'm ready for school to be out. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot of other stuff to get you caught up on this morning as well. Brad Pitt let an old man live on his live rather on his property rent free until he died. Wait till you hear this story. Hmm. Also, Nicolas Cage had his teeth shaved for a role, and Kanye's Donda Academy. There's some weird stuff going on there, and we'll tell you all about it coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen. First to check the roads, we got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Probably. I celebrated last night at bowling. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? It was really fun. Met a lot of nice listeners, made some new friends, had some weird connections, drank $6 pitchers of beer. What did you bowl? I bowled a 102. Wow. And a 138. Wow. It's been a while. It's been a bit. That's amazing, though. Breaking a hundred. It's a little rough. (laughs) My average used to be 186. Oh, wow. 102 was pretty crappy. You got a lot of work to do. You can get back there. It's like riding a bike. Get back into the groove. I wasn't there for bowling. I was there for friends and fun and... $6 $6 pitcher. $6 pitcher. All right. Well, we got Kanye. We got Nicolas Cage and Brad Pitt this morning, Jen. Yeah, let's talk about Brad. I mean, he is the one of the most gorgeous men on the face of this earth, and I don't know any women that don't find him attractive. If you weren't 100% sold on Brad, you might be after you hear this story. Back in 1994, Brad, bu- uh, Brad bought a home in L.A. from Elvira, the mistress of the dark. And over the years, of course, he proceeded to buy all the surrounding properties to increase the size of his estate. Well, one of those properties belonged to a man in his early 90s, and apparently his wife had recently died, and he didn't really want to leave his home. So Brad allowed him to live there rent-free until he died. Oh, that's nice. I think what was unexpected is the man lived to 105. Oh. But... From and his early 90s to 105, yeah. so he lived, like, rent-free for, what, 10 years? Maybe 15. Brad was wow. probably thinking, oh, you know, he'll probably croak in a year or two. Yeah, because especially at that age, when you lose your spouse, it doesn't take, you know, usually a couple of years. Yeah, but that but that was kind of him to just Super let him kind. stay there. So he didn't tear down the house or anything. He just let him stay there. Just let and him then stay after there. he passes, then we'll take over the property. Yep, Elvira figured Brad didn't expect the guy to live that long, but he never broke the deal. Elvira ended up buying a place nearby, so she remained his neighbor, and that had it per- had its perks. I guess <laughs> she was walking her dogs one time when he was training for Fight Club. She said, I go past Brad's garage, and he's in there wearing only sweatpants. He's got on boxing gloves, and he's punching a bag. I swear he almost fainted. I bet. I remember you imagine no. the glistening. Oh, God. I remember he goes, hey, how are you? And I'm like, huh? 
I couldn't talk. I was turning red. I felt like I was fainting. He's just so stunningly, stunningly handsome and nice to top it all off. That's funny. So the original place he, he bought from Elvira was $1.7 and he sold the place last month for $40 million. Wow. $40 million. Yep. Brad. Could you imagine him being your Brad. neighbor? I'd be out there walking my dog every day. Hi, Is he? Brad. I know it, right? Is he confirmed dating anybody <laughs> right now? He was dating um, oh, some supermodel chick. Hold on. I'll tell you her name by the time you pull this up. Some young, beautiful thing? Yes. Well, I mean, he was kind of like, uh, yes. His girlfriend is Ines Des De Ramon, is someone that he's been, I guess, dating for a little while. Hmm. All right. All right. We got to take a quick break. Coming up. The dramatic 911 call from Jeremy Renner's neighbor and some clips. If you missed the interview last night, man, that was that was intense. Mm. I'm glad to hear the clips. I didn't get to see it. The, the, the Diane Sawyer did a fantastic job in animating and explaining exactly how and what happened. Yeah. So you have a real clear picture. Uh, I mean, they she talked to the doctors. You got the x-rays. Like, that was a great special wow. last night. So that's all coming up. Next, Jeff and Jen. In the meantime, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sucked in. Same. Uh, we'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But our E! News continues now with... Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he was so dedicated to being Dracula for Renfield that he had his teeth shaved down so his dentures could fit better. What? Wow. Nope, I know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> his makeup artist told Variety that the dentures were 3D printed so different designs could be created quickly and be as thin as possible. He said the dentures were fitted so as not to impede on Nick's speech and allow full freedom. Nick wanted to emote and enunciate properly so it was important that the veneers were thin. The artist also said that Nick's Dracula has four different transformation looks, and one of them took around three and a half hours to apply. He said it was a full head of prosthetics, dentures, full body, torso, arms, hands, and nails. Those take time. Wow. You know, I know Nicolas Cage is a weird guy, but if you had <laughs> if you had told that story without a direct quote from him, I would have thought it was made up. You think? Yeah, because, I mean, that doesn't sound pleasant. To get it shaved? Teeth, teeth shaved. You would not think so, no. Mm-hmm. Any more than having a chunk of your lip cut out. That's right. <laughs> I would think. But, uh, yeah, I guess he's really uh, committed to the role, huh? Yeah, sounds like it. Is he already Dracula, or is this like an upcoming thing? Well, this is just a, a recent interview with Variety, so I don't think this Renfield, I don't think. It's new. I yeah. Just Coming up. Yeah. And Renfield, I believe, is his assistant, the story is built around oh. the assistant that's trying to find his way working for this crazy guy named Dracula. Gotcha. At least that's what I took out of the And is pro- it a comedy? It looks, looks like it's more a comedy-ish. dark comedy. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Diane Sawyer's interview with Jeremy Renner about his life-threatening snowcat accident aired last night on ABC. 
And they began the show with the dramatic 911 call from a neighbor who was contacted by Renner's nephew, Alex. Uh, Renner's nephew, Alex, the minute it happened, he was screaming for help. And as he was running down the street, he saw that his neighbor's garage door was partially open and he saw feet. You know, he saw legs, so he knew someone was there. And uh, so he ran to get the neighbor. They didn't even know each other. Yeah. Um, and he grabbed his cell phone and he called 911. And I think this is, I mean, he could not have been luckier with a better neighbor because this neighbor is so calm and so supportive. And yeah. keep in mind, it took them 21 minutes to get to him. Gosh, and he man. was on the phone with emergency services the whole time, him and uh, somewhat his partner, I guess. Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. So I don't know. Someone's in front of my house on the ground. They got run over by a snowcat. He's been crushed. Okay, we have... Ten paramedics to ambulance. Everyone's video. on the way right now, okay? Listen to me. I need... I, you yes. might want to get a life flight out here immediately. Okay. Are you with them right now? Uh, yes, he is in rough shape. Barely. Are there any obvious injuries? That that is him moaning. In the background? You hear in the background, yeah. Barely. Are there any obvious injuries? Oh my god, yeah, there's a lot of blood over here, so you gotta get somebody over here. Hang in there, brother. And so she's checking in with him, you know, every few minutes and Mm -hmm. saying, you know, how's he doing? And and Jeremy was starting to fade. Like, it was looking really bad. Yeah. And, you know, so this neighbor is is with him, and uh, the neighbor's partner is with him, and they're just trying to, you know, encourage him and just support him and be there for him. I mean, they can't really do anything for him. Ugh. Because uh, this Cause is he's a, trapped under it, right? I mean, he's pinned. His own four... So if you... If you don't know what happened, his own 14,000-pound snowcat ran over him on New Year's Day, 2023, near Lake Tahoe. He leaned out the door. They showed the animation, sort of the recreation of this. He leans out of the door but failed to set the parking brake. And so those those track things right. were, were moving, and he lost his footing <gasps> and got run over by it. Okay. Oh, wow. But those tracks also have, like, those real heavy wheels that sort of propel them. Right. So he's lucky in a sense that that didn't roll over him because he would have been killed. That he would have been crushed. But, but the track that, like, those uh, uh, vertical tracks, I guess, okay. are what ran over him, which were still devastating injuries. Sure. But Not as bad as if it was the it, wheel As part. it could have been. Right. Yeah. Um, wow. So Jeremy Renner. Is being interviewed, and you know how some people are like, man, I don't even remember what happened. Yeah. Like, you know, it's all just a blur. That's kind of what you hope for when you have a major traumatic experience like that that you don't remember. No. Jeremy, Jeremy, I was going to say Jeremy Renner remembers, to say that 10 times, Jeremy remembers everything. Oh, he does? He can vividly remember what led him to being run over by the snowcat. Uh, his nephew, Alex, had taken the chain off the truck behind the snowcat that the snowcat was helping to, to tow. And Jeremy wondered if he was done, you know, because there's a, 
There's an interruption really in visibility. You can't really see around it. I led in the snowcat with the truck behind it to get it onto a paved area. The cat kept sliding on the icy road because we're on the paved area, but it's all ice, and it kept sliding. He doesn't set the parking brake. The door opened. I want to see where my nephew is. I just happened to be the dummy, you know, standing on the dang track a little bit. Shouldn't be inside the vehicle when you're operating. It's kind of like driving a car with your foot outside the car. And, and it's my mistake, and uh, I paid for it. Do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Every bit of it. Uh, that was incredible, too, is they had said, Jeff, you watched, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like the EMS and the the fire and everyone was there like within 20 minutes, like during this crazy snowstorm up on a mountain. Well, they flew in the helicopter, right? That came after. They, oh, th- so they drove in but on... Yeah. But the challenge was there was a raging snowstorm yeah. when while in this the is of happening. Okay. And it calmed down just long enough for them to get that helicopter to them because they didn't think they'd be able to. Wow. Yeah. And so and he, he probably would have died if they gotten hadn't gotten that helicopter there, right? Right. Now, wow. the uh, back to the neighbors here for just a moment. The neighbor's name is Rich Kovac. Uh, his partner is Barb Fletcher. They ran over to help as you heard on the 911 call shocked at what they saw. Uh, Barb thought at one point Jeremy died because she was out there like applying dry towels to his wounds. Mm -hmm. And and here's a little more of that. Blood coming out of his ears, his nose for sure. His eye looked like it had been pushed out. I could tell he was really struggling to breathe. He just kept closing his eyes, and I just did not want him to close his eyes. His color, and at one point, I was holding his head, and I looked down because I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take my eyes off of him because I didn't want him to drift off. And, and at one point, he just got a clammy feel to him, and he turned this gray-green color. I feel in my heart that I feel like I lost him for a second. He closed his eyes, <laughs> and I just tried to keep him awake. <laughs> I really feel he did pass away for a couple seconds. Really do. Mm. Mm. Wow. So Diane, right? So Jeremy agreed to let Diane talk to the doctors so they could speak freely, you know, about Mm -hmm. his uh, injuries and stuff, and show the X-rays and all that. And uh, as you know, after several surgeries including metal coils on his ribs, or maybe you don't know, they basically had to. So they rebuilt him with metal. They rebuilt his rib cage. They rebuilt his face. And he's gone from a wheelchair to a walker, although in the interview he's in the wheelchair because that's just what he's sitting down in. But he did a FaceTime couple with the call that helped save him. And uh, here is Jeremy's thanks to them, Barb and Rich. It was the longest 21 minutes of my life. I'm so grateful and and, and forever in debt. If I was alone and didn't get no one's there, I'd be dead. I'd be dead right in front of your place. I can't wait to see you guys. And uh, we'll, we'll share, share a meal and, um, and all goodness and happiness. Sounds good. You, you take care. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. Of note, if, if you want to feel even better for this guy, he gives back. One of Jeremy Renner's passions is to help restore old, large vehicles for new use. And w- so when he was discharged from the Reno Hospital, uh, he was actually taken home in one of his restored ambulances. It says donated Aww. by Camp Renner on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got that new show coming to Disney Plus called Renervations mm-hmm. that will show him and a team doing makeovers on various vehicles. And one show will feature an old bus turned into a fresh water truck for a community in India. And another will be a mobile recording studio in Chicago. 
What an That's emotional. Something. Wow. Oh, it was heavy. I can't wait God. to watch it. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. It's really good. Wow. And there's wow. so much more, but you'll hear. I wish there were, I had more of the 911 audio because this guy was just so good with Jeremy and so good at conveying information to the 911 people yeah. and still just had this this sense of caring and humanity that I was really impressed with. You just kind of hope that that will be you in the same kind of situation, but... We should all be lucky to have <laughs> yeah. neighbors like him. Uh, yeah, if, if we're not the one that can be the calm one, let's hope somebody else in our group is. Yeah, and, and, and these neighbors had never met before, didn't yeah. know each other. Yeah, wow, crazy. All right, so Kanye West's Donda Academy. There are two women who were fired... And they are suing for wrongful termination and racial discrimination. They're both black and say they were the only black female teachers at the school. In their lawsuit, the women claim they were fired for speaking up about numerous health and safety violations. And here are their concerns. All right. Kids only received one meal per day and it was always sushi. They were prohibited from bringing any food or drink into the school except water. Yeah, Mm. that's pretty bad. What if your kid doesn't eat sushi? Kids weren't allowed to use forks or other utensils. No classes on the second floor because Kanye is afraid of stairs. Now, is this a school that he has started? Yeah. I don't know anything about this. It's in yeah. Chicago, right? The he, Donda Academy? He funded it, right? Yeah. 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 Chairs were not allowed, so kids had to either stand or sit on cushions on the floor. Teachers could either stand or use a stool. Everyone had to wear black from head to toe and no Nike or Adidas. Also, no jewelry because Kanye doesn't like it. Crossword puzzles and coloring sheets were not allowed. Kids were never allowed to go outside, not even for recess. During the day, doors were locked from the outside, which is a fire hazard and illegal, That's I not believe. Good. Nope. Yep. The school did not have a janitor or nurse, and kids' medications were kept in a closet. No way. How did they stay open? There were no lesson plans or proper disciplinary procedures, and multiple incidents of bullying and physical assaults against students and teachers what? went unpunished. And teacher, a- physical assaults against teachers, teachers. too. Yeah. Wow. So this is according to TMZ. These are the allegations. That that these the teachers, these women, making. these former teachers are are making against Kanye and no. the school. Is there any truth to any of this? Uh, well, we just don't know. I guess we'll find out. Donda was his mother's name, right? They named Correct. the school after his mom. Yeah. Yep, who died after having like a ton of plastic surgery all at once. She had oh yeah, like, it was like a yeah. bot surgery, or yeah. something, wasn't it? Yeah. She died while she was getting the procedure done. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Why would you want to send your kid there? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, honestly. I mean, what kind of school is it? Is it a performing arts school or is I have it just. no idea. Is it supposed to be for underprivileged kids? Who, you know, who is the. Private educational institution. It looks like it's in Ventura County, California. Hmm. It says it's a project based learning model. I don't know what that means. Okay. So, like, alternative learning, kind of? Probably, I guess. Meaning, Mm -hmm. like, you learn through other methods instead of typical. Unconventional methods. I guess so. Hmm. That is so crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I can't believe they could stay open. Uh, They probably won't if all that stuff is found out to be true. If it's true. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Drake posted the cover art for his new single, The Drop Today, called Search and Rescue. It's a photo of himself and a woman with matching motorcycle helmets, but fans were quick to point out that the woman looks like Kim Kardashian and are accusing Drake of trolling Kanye again. Now, why would he want to do that? Uh, Last weekend, he sampled audio of Kim talking about wanting a divorce from Kanye on a new song called Rescue Me. 
But his dad said Drake's not trolling anyone. So I don't know. But uh, Jen and I looked it up last week that these two have been having, like Kanye and Drake have been having off and on beef, I forever. Guess, beef since like 2012. Like it goes way back and then they quashed it like a couple of years ago. But now I guess it's back. Now, Tim, do you believe this is a real beef or do you think this is manufactured a la Kardashian style? Uh, probably. Yeah. I don't think Drake has any issue with Kanye. I don't think Drake cares enough to engage with that. Really? I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if it's manufactured, but I definitely think that these two don't get along just by reading all the things that have had, they've gone back and forth about. In related news, Donald Glover said his song, This Is America, was originally a Drake diss track. Oh, I love that song. There you go. All right. And that is your latest E! News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of Kings Island tickets. Kings Island opening its gates for the 2023 season on Saturday, a week from tomorrow. Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. morning. I'm just looking to see if you're on my screen. (laughs) What are you doing? Not that we're trying out a new phone screening system on uh, my computer, and it doesn't work unless I have it up. Oh, okay. But because I have other things up, I am not looking at it, so it doesn't do me a whole lot of good. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, that's It also exciting. has a giant pop-up on it right now. Mine does. <laughs> oh. Anyway, welcome we'll to Jeff and Jen's Faker for okay. Real. How are you? Good, good. Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. You. Happy good Friday. So here's the deal. I got these three headlines here. If you can pick out the real one, then you're going to go to Kings Island. We got a pair of tickets for you, okay? Wonderful. All Thank right, you. so today, Guy gets DUI after wife takes away his car keys and he rides his horse to the bar. Hey, a B, woman with open bottle of tequila in her car tells cops her garden gnomes put it there. Or C, a drunk driver crashed into a police department sign. How about C? It is C. Nice work. Good job. Great job, awesome. Teresa. Yeah. So here's the story. Uh, drinking and driving obviously is stupid, but drunk drivers have become stupider than ever this year. I'll give you an example why. 30 a 30-year-old man in Connecticut named Mason Heath crashed his car into the Plainfield Police Department's entrance sign on Monday afternoon. He was speeding and driving recklessly. Uh, it is unclear if he was drunk or on drugs or both, uh, but he was charged with traveling too fast, failing to maintain the proper lane, and operating under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Uh, in the past two months, we've also heard about an impaired driver crashing into an, an impaired driver's sign and a drunk driver pulling over next to an officer who was arresting someone else for DUI to complain about the car, the police car lights being too bright. Okay. So at least they're making it easy for them, you know, mm-hmm. for law enforcement, but. Yeah, I I made this comment after I got back. I don't think you were here. And I don't know if you 
felt this was the case. Because you drove back from Florida. You drove yes. to and back from Florida. That is correct. And <laughs> we didn't encounter the, the amount of traffic that you did, but it was my yeah. observation that there is little to zero traffic enforcement anymore. Like ever since COVID. There wasn't much, yeah. It, you know, you might see an occasional cop or two that whole stretch between Florida and here. But used to see them every two miles through Georgia. Yeah. Georgia used to be just... All cops everywhere. And with the speed limit now at 70 in most mm-hmm. places, it's now closer to 90. Uh-huh. So. Oh, yeah. You're not kidding. If you were lucky to go that fast, I think part of our problem was we traveled on weekends, too. I mean, we drove Saturdays and Sundays. And right. so, I mean, 75 was just packed. And Bucky's was insane. <laughs> the backup off the exit just to get into oh, the yeah. parking lot of Bucky's was nuts. And then you get in there and it's just insanity. Mm. Well, that's the thing, though, Jen. I think that the parking and the, like, getting off the exit and going to the parking is all a part of the wait. You don't really feel like there's that many people inside. You're like, oh, it can't be that busy. Ah. And then you go in there, and each car that's in the parking lot has, like, 14 people in it. Yeah, because you can't take two steps without running into somebody. Totally. It's just, and everybody's moving in different directions. And it's the truth. It's overwhelming. Like, 20 people will roll out of an RV and into Bucky's, and you're like, what the heck? Yeah. It's nuts. Yep. All right. It is Friday, and on Fridays, uh, we like to produce what we call a mom and pop spot. This is a little public service that we provide local, uh, dare I say, struggling businesses, uh, mom and pops, that uh, could use a little help with advertising because, you know, advertising can be very expensive. Yeah. And and you need it to really stand out, to really drive your message home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was sort of a result of when during the pandemic when businesses were struggling to get back on their feet after essentially being closed for weeks at a time. They were probably struggling before. Yeah. And then this just was the final nail in the coffin for many. Right. Uh, and then as they were trying to get back on their feet again, many of them had to pivot. And so uh, we started doing this. You know, it's sort of a fun way to try to help them out, and it just stuck. People love these. Mm-hmm. So we continue to do it, and today we have Georgina on line one. Good morning, Georgina. Good morning. Oh, Georgina, you're in for a treat today. What is your business? So my business is called Creations by Georgina, and we are a home-based cottage gluten-free bakery. <gasps> I love you cottage? already. Cottage. What is what is what the term mean? cottage reference? Um, it's it's a business run in your home. It's under the state cottage law. Oh, gotcha. oh okay, okay, gotcha. Oh, that All right, sounds fun. I mean, this is awesome. My kid has been gluten free since he was four. So yeah, and I'll right. tell you, it's yeah. it's nice to finally be getting to a place where there are enough people that don't eat gluten that there is actually some food out there that tastes pretty darn good. <laughs> Well, you know? you're right, Jen. It has come a very a long very way. very long way. Because I remember the first time I think we came to Jacob's birthday party a million years ago, and I think you had gluten-free cupcakes or something. And Jeff and I both were like, I don't know I about think we'll this. skip that. They were just dry <laughs> and kind of cardboardy. Weird. Yeah, they were just yeah. weird. Yeah, they weren't very But good. not anymore. And not your cupcakes. What all do you bake, Georgina? Um, we do a little bit of everything. We do cupcakes. We do uh, decorated sugar cookies. We do brownies. We do um, cinnamon rolls. 
Wow. We do a little bit of everything. So what's birthday the, cake. What's birthday the story? Cakes. I was wondering there. What's yeah. the story? Why did you decide to make things without wheat? Um, well, I'm gluten intolerant, and so is my daughter. So we both um, have to eat that way anyway. And then during COVID, we I got a little bored and <laughs> um, just started it up, and it took off. Wow. That's great. That's very cool. So what yeah. is your biggest seller? Uh, probably the cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, do they have, are they got, do they have a lot of like that white frosting glaze stuff on top of them? Oh, of course. Okay, good. Yeah, so it didn't not... say no sugar. <laughs> no. Just Definitely because it's gluten friend, oh, free, yeah. Jen, doesn't mean it's Orange super, sweet rolls. You know, look at those, too. Healthy for you. That looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. I know that is what's funny. It's People so are like, well, it's, it's gluten free. Well, that doesn't mean it doesn't have yeah. a bunch of other it's stuff. It's got 80 it's grams of sugar, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you right. got to make it it's taste better. good somehow. It's better. Now, I know. I, I was at a place once that, uh, and I, I don't know if it was officially gluten-free, but it was a flourless chocolate cake that was surprisingly oh. good. Do you make anything mm-hmm. like that? Um, I have not made the flourless chocolate cake, but our cakes are really good. They're moist and not dry at all. We like so. moist. We yeah. do love moist. <laughs> all right, so the birthday cakes, those look really fancy. Yeah, she's a decorator. She decorates yeah. everything herself, too, don't you, Georgina? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, I'm just yeah, moist. Thank, Thank you. you, Ian. Yeah, so I'm looking oh, at the, the menu on your website, and you can order on the website, which is even cooler. Uh, but you got <laughs> muffins and cookies and all sorts of things. Huh? Then you got custom cakes that you can make. Then you got breads. Then you got desserts. Carrot wow. carrot cake. Oh, you got uh-huh. spiced cupcakes. I love those because I'm I, old. Can I ask a question? Are you taking any last-minute orders for Easter? Like, you know, because Easter's coming up on Sunday. Do you I have know. a plethora of things people can maybe pick from? You're going to be overwhelmed, I would I think. Know. Well, I'm just curious. Just a question. Yeah. Well, we kind of uh, messed up the holiday because we're actually in Florida. So <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> we uh, we planned a vacation wonderful. right in the middle of Easter season. So. Oh, that's funny. So how far in advance do people need to place an order? Um, we usually do two days in advance on the website, and we also do carry products at Jungle Gems and Eastgate, so they can oh. usually pick up something there also. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Look at you. Got into cool. Jungle Gems. Fancy. Wow. So when do you get back from Florida? Um, we're coming back tonight. Oh, okay. Tonight. So if people hop on your website today, they'll be able to order some stuff Order up. and, yeah, not have to wait a week they- or two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, what's your background? You seem to know what you're doing. Do you have a business background? Um, not really. I was an office manager in a medical office for about 20 years. Mm. And then I, when this started taking off, I, I left that job to do this. But cool. not, not really a business background. Now, are there any other food sensitivities or allergies, you know, other than gluten? Can you, can you make dairy-free or, or nut-free? I can. Okay. I can make dairy-free. I don't. I try not to do nut-free because of the severity of that allergy, but um, we do we do a lot of dairy-free. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, all right. Anything else we should know before I go in the other room and start getting creative? <laughs> <laughs> Where is she not looking? Can, um, we're in Batavia. Okay. So if someone orders something on the website, they come to you to pick it up? Is that how it works? That's correct. Okay. But you're... Kind of in out of business until you get back from Florida, though, right? That's that's correct. Till tonight, I went to a yeah. a cobbler 
yesterday because I, I need to get you did. a little shoe repair and get them shine and wow. stuff. And I check on the website to make sure that they're open. And, and then I drive all the way over there only to <laughs> find a sign on the front door that says, on spring break, back oh, April 15th. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, That's no. nice, though. All right. Hey, listen, people got to take vacations. It's I important, know. man. I know. It. I got it. Now, are you at both Jungle Gyms locations or just the one by you? Just the Eastgate one. Just the Eastgate one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Georgina, this is very exciting. I love it. You know I'm going to come visit. Yeah, everything looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll call you back in an hour and play this back for you. Make sure that you like it. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. It's already done it on the radio. <laughs> You can't unring the bell, sister. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. All right. right, Go have fun. Cool. Thanks. thanks. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Bye. All right. See you. Bye. It is 726, Jeff and Jen. I put the new Jonas Brothers song in the log for Mm. you, Jeff. It's called Waffle House, so we can do that whenever you want, but that is on deck. Oh, nice. Let's do it right now. The boss just sent it over. Love it. Sweet. All right. For the first time ever on Q102, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Jonas Brothers Waffle House. Uh, latest stuff from the Jonas Brothers right there. It's called Waffle House, and it's on Cincinnati's Q102, 728, and I like it. I'm giving it a thumbs up. You know, I'll take anything that's up-tempo on morning drive. That's right. right. <laughs> All right, what do you miss most about being a kid? Mm. Fritch said Teddy Pendergrass. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the coffee drink that's a legit laxative. It is Friday, the 7th of April, 2022, or 2023, rather. You laugh, but you're going to be putting that on Jeff's Sexy Time playlist. Oh, I know. What was that song called again? I think he said Close the Door or something like that. It was hot. Yeah. All right, we're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news this morning. This Sunday, as you know, is Easter, so we ventured out onto the Internet to uncover some interesting facts and stats, and here they are. For some reason, people are staying home this Easter. In a poll, people were asked what they did last year and what they plan to do this year, and 67% of people spent time with friends and family last year, while 35% stayed home. Uh, But this year... Only 56% say they plan to hang out with friends and family. You'd think with more people out now, with the COVID restrictions slowly falling away, that they'd be more social, but uh, maybe not. Uh, Compared to last year, a similar percentage of people are going to church, about a third, and having a meal at a restaurant. So the biggest change is really just spending time with family versus staying home. Uh, 90 million chocolate bunnies are sold in the U.S. for Easter every year. Just, you know, they always say, like, try to resist the urge to buy your kids a real rabbit. Oh, yeah. don't do that at I, all. No then be, yeah, it's horrible because then people are like, they get over it and then they just throw it outside and it's yeah, not prepared to live no. in the wild right. and it's don't terrified and horrible things happen. So please just don't. And taking care of a pet rabbit, is a, it's a lot less cute than it seems. Uh, They are working. They make a mess. Also, when eating chocolate bunnies, 78% of us, including myself, eat the ears first. You're an ear eater, huh? An ear eater. 17% go for the feet, and 5% make a point to eat the tail first. Do you prefer the hollow ones or the ones that are solid chocolate? Oh, hollow for sure. Yeah, hollow. 
Molly had a um, hot list. Like we were talking about this, uh, like a cocktail that you can make, either a grown-up version or a kid's version is. Mm -hmm. You take one of those Easter bunnies and you bite the ears off or whatever, break them off. Uh And then on the inside, you can fill it with like chocolate milk or milk for kids and put a straw down in there. Or if you're grown-up, you could fill it up with like Kahlua or Bailey's or something. The key is you got to make sure that you like keep the wrapper on or put something around it. So when they're holding it, it's not melting in their hands. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a fun little treat. Cadbury cream eggs are a favorite Easter classic, but they're also number one in a poll of the worst Easter candies. It's funny. People are are passionate about Cadbury cream eggs. Love them or hate them, they're Whichever side lo- you're oh, on, yeah. I know I loved they're them. Passionate, yeah. I, I would get I would get kind of bummed when I would crack one open and the inside was a little bit stale or hard. Yeah, it wasn't as gooey as it should be. I used to eat them as a kid, but like the older them. I get, I'm like I I just it's just can't. pure sugar. I mean, they're it's just, just so, yeah. it's just pure crap. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it really is, but. It tastes good. Uh, so a friend of mine lives in D.C. and lost her wallet one day. And she had been out and about running errands and just realized, oh, my gosh, I've lost my wallet and tried to retrace her steps and looked around the area where she thought she might have dropped it, could not find it. So she went home, about to get on the phone, called all the credit card companies to cancel it. And she gets a phone call, or I guess it was an email, rather, from someone who said, I have your wallet uh, I found it right where she had been looking. Yeah, of course. And uh, how can I get this to you? And so she arranged like an Uber driver to go pick it up and bring it back to her uh-huh. house. And so the guy put it in a brown paper bag and he included some Cadbury cream eggs just as a way of being nice. Sure. That's and so nice. She's like, how did he know that Cadbury cream eggs are my absolute <laughs> favorite in the world? And that stuck with her because she thought it was so kind that someone had had you know, found it and went out of their way sure. to return it to her, but had also just tried to be nice, nice. by including a little treat. Sure. Because you're having a bad day. Right. Aww. And I want to put a smile on your face, and so she never forgot candy. that. Yeah, that really stuck Look at with the her. Fa- that's good faith in humanity <laughs> right there, Jeff. Isn't Great that a fun story? story? Yes. Yeah. Uh, with the price of eggs, of course, we talked about this yesterday. If you're planning to eat your family's dyed eggs this year, keep these things in mind. Avoid eating eggs that have been unrefrigerated for more than two hours. That is above 40 degrees Fahrenheit. If the temperature somehow climbs above 90 degrees where you are, if you're listening online, make sure you eat them within one hour. And make sure the coloring was done with food-safe dyes or food coloring. Do you guys hide the actual eggs that you dye, or do you hide plastic eggs? Plastic. We always did plastic. We used to, when we were kids, hide the ones that we dyed, but now that we're, like, older, we kind of make decor out of those I mean, the day I, of. Yeah, I never saw the fun. What is the joy of finding a cooked egg that's been colored when you could find a plastic one that's, that's filled with candy it, yeah. or money or something, you know, <laughs> something you scratchers. can eat or play with. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what never made sense to me. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about, you know, things that we, we found fun that we enjoyed doing when we were a kid. Uh, the average answer in a new poll was nine years old. And then the average person felt like they lost their sense of fun at age 27. So like nine was kind of the highlight 
And we sort of lost our sense of fun at age 27 and fully shifted into boring adults. That's probably right around the time we all started having kids of our own. It may very well be for many. <laughs> People were asked to name the top things they miss about being a kid, and here are the 10 most common answers. Summer, vacation, and oh, other long yeah. breaks where your whole day was open. Yeah. yeah. And tomorrow all day is open. Yeah. And the day after that. Like wow. kids that are on spring break right now. Don't so you miss true. spring break? And oh, now yeah. they've added fall break, which so was many not a thing when we were kids. Oh, my gosh. So yes. fun. That's why when my parents were like, well, you can get a job. Why? Why? <laughs> why? It, I don't want to get up at five. They wanted me to deliver papers. It's yeah. just like something to do because they knew it would get me out of bed. See, I love the lack of responsibility or at least minimal, you know, responsibility. Didn't have to worry about going to work and having a job and having money to pay the bills My and God. to take care of a house and take care of a car and just, you know, just all of the stuff, no. all of the adulting the stuff. Worry. Just I to have that a, freedom. I wish I had that freedom. I had to, so they made me get a paper route so I had to get up early in the morning to do that. Also I had to take swimming lessons uh, of some kind or like a Red Cross life-saving lesson depending on what age bracket I happen to be in at the mm -hmm. time. Um, and there was always a summer reading list. Oh, so, yeah. I loved the summer reading. Oh, you did? <laughs> I love to read. Oh, I, I love to read and write. And I don't care about Black Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was busy. I was doing lots of stuff, but everything just felt fun. Everything felt fun. Yeah. The story is boring. You know what's stupid. funny, though, too? Like, Scott and I have these conversations all the time. Like, not that my parents weren't fun, but I just remember them working so hard all the time so that they could do everything for us. And let us do everything. But we talk about it all the time. Like, we're fun. Like, we have, like, glow-in-the-dark dance parties with our daughter. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she and he would be like, my dad would never do this. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he's doing it, it's like it takes us back to the fun that we had as kids. Yeah. So we try to do that at our house often where it's like, just be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I miss is just being ridiculous and having fun all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to worry about uh, life admin items like bills. Yeah. Uh, never having to cook because your parents were basically like your personal chef. Uh, totally. Not basically. We are. <laughs> yeah. And if you just happen to not be feeling good on any given day, you oh. always had someone there to take care of you and make you feel better. Yes. Yeah. Snuggling with the parents when you're sick. Yeah. Uh, remember how excited you felt when you woke up on your birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Christmas Let morning? Begin. Yeah. Forget it. Uh, getting mm -hmm. pocket money or an allowance, and just your biggest problem was what will I spend it on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and getting to see your best friends at school every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you had just your social circle was just right there and easily accessible five days a all week. All the time. You were, yeah. you were around people all the time. Yeah, because because when you become a grown-up, you have to, like, schedule get-togethers with your friends. Yeah. Uh, here are a few more that made the top 25. Watching cartoons on the weekends, uh, climbing trees, using coloring books, not worrying about money, just the newness of everything, like getting excited the first time you flew on a plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Uh, the poll also looked at things kids do that grown-ups would like to emulate, and the top answers were making more time for fun, seeing the best in people, and starting the day with positivity.
Oh, I love all those. Mm. All right. Uh, I doubt this is the reaction that Starbucks was hoping for with their new olive oil drinks. <laughs> but what was the I purpose saw of this coming and I'm like, this is not, not going to be. Nope. Yeah. They tried this with potato chips and it didn't end well. What happened, Jeff? People online are comparing Starbucks new olive oil drinks to laxatives. Back in February, <laughs> if you missed the story, Starbucks announced a new line of uh, Oleato coffee. Okay. Oleato drinks come with a spoonful of olive oil, and it's su- supposed to be healthy because olive oil is obviously one of the better oils. It's a healthy fat, you consume right? It's a healthy fat, right. And they're only selling them at select locations for now, so most people haven't tried them yet. Uh, but the best advice from people who have is just make sure you're near a bathroom. Yeah. that I mean, coffee has that, just regular old coffee has that effect on a lot of people. So yeah. give that, so let's give add a, a spoonful yeah. of let's, olive let's oil Let's throw some that. olive oil in there. People so is are, it supposed to help you go? Is that the point? I don't think that's the point. Uh. Uh, people, I think it's just... Having that, uh, yeah, effect. like some people will put ghee in their coffee, Jen. I don't know if oh, yeah. you do that. Yeah, I Kristen don't. does that. I don't, but I know people that do, and I know people that take that real is it Irish butter and yeah. put that in their coffee, and they have one of those little whippy things. And right, so froth instead it of up. creamer, you're yeah. using the ghee, ghee or, or the butter. Irish thing. That's mm-hmm. what Kristen does. Okay. She uses ghee. Um, people are cracking jokes about it on social media, though. Like one person who said the Oleato at Starbucks is a legit laxative. <laughs> Uh, other people have claimed it gave them an upset stomach and that the olive oil taste is just weird. Uh, there are, though, you know, a handful of people who seem to like it, though, so maybe the laxative thing is overblown. But uh, anyway, someone talked to a nutritionist who said uh, coffee plus olive oil could very well definitely get things moving down there, to your yeah. question, because uh, coffee is a stimulant that already has that effect to some degree, and just like castor oil... Olive oil can help with constipation, so it's like a one-two punch. Mm. The dietitian says the effect might be even more dramatic if you have an oleato drink on an empty stomach. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So if you're going to go down that route, make sure you got some food or just do what I do and get yours from Duncan. It is 741 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. All right. $500 Kroger gift card up for grabs just in time for Easter. That's right. And we are going to give this away today because I know you've got it. I know this last clue for the $500 gift card is going to get you there. It's going to help you find this golden egg that we've hidden somewhere in the tri-state I will review all the clues, give you your new one, and then we'll start with Caller 20 because we are giving this away today. Okay. So you can get all your Easter shopping done with this $500 gift card as soon as possible. So here we go. Hippity hoppity, Easter is here. Eat your ham and drink your beer. A bunny has needs, but this ain't one. It will go bad if left in the sun. A handsome dude with lots of skills. His own creation pays the bills. A favorite place for those with taste. Not a drop you'll want to waste. Go downtown to find this store. It's like the rest, plus something more. Open the doors and look straight ahead. It's not the meat and it ain't the bread. There's a menu and a place to sit. On top of the lettuce is a perfect fit. 
where it's hiding. That's your quest for all things Easter. Kroger's the best. All right. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> New clue. On the bottle, you'll see his name. He's the chef, and he's got game. After it's open, keep it cold. Behind it there is the egg of gold. Oh. Ooh. On the bottle, you'll see his name. He's the chef, and he's got game. After it's open, keep it cold. Behind it there is the egg of gold. Caller 20. We'll start with you. 513-749-2320. Good luck. All right. Another check on the roads. Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. I was just about to pick up line two, and they hung up. Q102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh-huh. Q102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Jaquetta. Hi, Jaquetta. So, Jaquetta, I got to tell you something kind of funny. I went to go pick up uh, caller 20, and they hung up before I could hit the button. So I go to the next call, and I go, Q102, hello. And they hung up. Oops. So then I go to the next line, and it's you. It's you. Shut up. I know. I know. How is this like cosmic fate, girl? I'm telling you what. All right. Well, let me give you the clues and see what you got, okay? Okay. Hippity hoppity Easter is here. Eat your ham and drink your beer. A bunny has needs, but this ain't one. It will go bad if left in the sun. A handsome dude with lots of skills. His own creation pays the bills. A favorite place for those with taste. Not a drop you'll want to waste. Go downtown to find this store. It's like the rest plus something more. Open the doors and look straight ahead. It's not the meat and it ain't the bread. There's a menu and a place to sit on top of the lettuce. It's a perfect fit. Where it's hiding, that's your quest for all things Easter. Kroger's the best. On the bottle, you'll see his name. He's the chef and he's got game. After it's open, keep it cold. Behind it there is the egg of gold. Jaquetta for the $500 gift card to Kroger. Where is the golden egg? I'm going to say again, Paul Sturkey's salad dressing. Behind is the Paul Sturkey salad dressing on the shelf. Hello? No, you got to be way more specific than that. Oh, my God. Okay. Paul Sturkey's <laughs> balsamic vinaigrette salad dressing on the shelf. Okay. Well, honey, what you're missing, I'm not going to give it to you because you've had your guess. Okay. But what okay. you're missing is the, the location. Okay. Like where? Number. Right? Mm-hmm. You, we need the yes. where, and it <laughs> needs to be where inside that place. And the clues are all in there. Damn it. All right. Okay, thank you, Jen. Thanks for trying, girl. Okay, have a good weekend. Thank you. you guys too. All right. Okay, so we're going to keep taking calls because, seriously, I want to give this $500 gift card away today. So keep calling with your guesses if you think you got it. All right, am I allowed to just pick up another the next line, Fritch, or are you screening for me? I was trying to guess. I, everyone's like, they're missing this one specific. They're close, but. Everybody is kind of saying the same thing, but like, what? Yes. See okay. if you can. All right. I told him to keep calling and guessing. Okay. Okay, going to, uh, let's see, next line is three. Q102, good morning. Who's this? This is Cammy. Hi, Cammy. Hi, Cammy. So tell us, where do you think the golden egg is hidden? Um, at Kroger over the Ryan, uh, in the condiment aisle behind the Ken's dressing. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh huh. Q102, good morning. Who's this? My name is Tina. Hi, Tina. What's your guess? 
My guess is the OTR eatery at Kroger at the Paul Starkey's restaurant, and it is his dressing that is on the salad. The egg is there on top of the dressing. Still missing where the dressing is. Yeah. So that's what everyone, I will just give you a little clue. Everyone keeps saying that, but I'm not thinking they're thinking about where do we keep the dressing? Right. Where do we keep the dressing? So we'll have to take a note. You want me to just, I'll keep going. Back. All right. No, I'll grab, I'll grab <laughs> the next no, one. Jeff will grab. Okay. Q102, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Can you turn your radio down for me, please? Yeah. Okay, poor cool. Favor. What's your name? Nana. Okay, let's take a guess. Where do you think the golden egg is? Uh, is it downtown at the Kroger Eatery at the salad bar? <laughs> Still not right, right? Nope. No, I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry, Nana. Open uh, the doors and look straight ahead. It's not the meat and it ain't the bread. Where do you keep the bread? <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's yes. your name? Okay, Terry. Okay, Terry, your turn. Give it a shot. Okay. I think it's John at Kroger at the OTR um, at the eatery. It's Paul Sturkey's, uh salad dressing in the cooler um, behind the dressing in the cooler. There you go. You got it. There you go. You got it. So the golden Easter egg. Yes, is in the fridge. It's, it's in the, the fridge. fridge. And it's hidden behind Paul, Paul Sturkey's salad, salad dressing. Yes. Oh, my at goodness. his restaurant. Great wow. job. Way to go. Way to go. I thought so. Everybody kept saying the thing, but no one was saying in the fridge or it's in the cooler. Go. I was like, where is it? I know. After it's open, keep it cold. Behind it there is the egg of gold. I know. Good job, All right. Terry. Well done, Terry. A $500 gift card Woo! for you to go Yay! to Kroger and load up on everything Easter. They've got the... Uh, the opera cream. I'm sitting here looking at uh, the, the, Papa's oh, the Papa's opera cream. The Papa's opera creams. They dropped eggs. some of those off oh, of us. Today. They dropped cases of them off, and they are I my favorite thing. Oh, so they've got those at Kroger. That's for all sure. All the jelly beans, all the good all the good stuff. stuff. Yep. And spiral hams, just eighty nine cents oh, a pound. Oh. Bone in, limit two, with additional twenty five dollar purchase. <laughs> but you save on Easter. Visit Kroger.com slash Easter for details. Everything you need oh. for Easter. You'll find it at Kroger. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm going to put you on hold. Fritz is going to pick up the other extension and uh, get you set up with your gift card, okay? Okay, thank you. Great job, Terry. (laughs) Thanks. Hang on. Okay. It's Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Brittany is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help her out. Hey, Brittany. Hello. Hi. Morning. Morning. Thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. I hope it goes well. Um, I had this really great time with this guy. I thought we really connected on a deep level, and I just felt like there was some really serious potential there. Um, I met him on an an alternative site. I'm not going to say which one. You know, for his privacy, too. Okay. Uh, There's some really interesting ones out there. What do you mean alternative site? I mean, like, not, what? like, can you tell me, like, what? Like finding a sugar daddy. Some of them would be, or is it like a fetish? Are you into a certain something? Kink, fetish, sugar daddy. There's all kinds of, yeah. There's a 
I, I'm just not going to say because, you know, not everyone is the same. You right. know what I mean? Like, we all have yeah. our, like, and some people are just really more open-minded about things than others. So it's just not very, like, heteronormative. It doesn't matter. Or, You're just going to find somebody that had similar interests. And we don't kink shame here, so. No. Cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so we met for drinks, and that led to dinner, and we had a really great time. We spent, like over three hours together and he ended up back at my place for a while um he didn't spend the night but we let's just say we uh, explored some things you know what i mean <laughs> know what you mean yeah i just felt really connected to him i mean there was a lot of chemistry there and honestly it's hard for me to meet people they don't get out a lot i'm pretty hesitant and picky and it was just really rare that I'd met someone who was into the same stuff that I'm into I mean that's why I took him home with me and well there's this vulnerability factor there and I just put everything out there and he didn't seem phased by anything that I shared so I don't I don't understand what happened I just I want to know you know well, yeah. I listen, you you went into this community hoping to find someone that shares similar interests. Mm-hmm. And you know, you think you find someone and you're feeling this seemingly real chemistry with this other person and you did spend 3 hours with them, right? Or right. that was just the date. It, it went longer than that cuz he went back to your place, is that right? Yeah, it went a lot longer than that. Okay. So yeah, would, I, it, would it be safe to say that you, you both saw this through? Because you said he did not spend the night, but you did stuff, right? We did a lot of stuff. And for me, that's, that's a lot. It, it makes me really vulnerable considering some things. And I, I really put myself out there with him. I don't normally just do that kind of stuff with someone I've just met like that. Yeah. Special to me, and now I feel really weird about it because he hasn't responded to anything that I've sent over to him. Well, we're happy to call him, but you understand by coming on Second Date Update that you run the risk of whatever stuff you're talking about could very well become part of the conversation on the radio, right? Yeah, it's worth it for me, though, because he's not responding, and I can't get him out of my head. I just want to know at this point, and I'll risk whatever. So you're going to let him go there? Yeah. I guess I will. All right. That's fine. I like how you're hedging your bets, though, because you're like, I'm not sure that I want to put it out there. Let me just see if he goes there first, and and then we can go there together. Well, I feel like I have no choice at this point. Well, we give you credit for taking the chance. Thank you. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Trevor and see what he really thought of Brittany and his date with her. Wouldn't it be funny if after all this he was like, oh, yeah, no, I meant to call her. I just got busy. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I was out of town. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't had one of those in a while. No. All right, Brittany, hang on. We'll call Trevor next. Brittany met Trevor on one of those alternative dating platforms, shall we say, and she didn't want to get specific because... 
Well, it's just not necessary at this point, and we kind of want to talk to Trevor first to make sure we can move forward with this. So without using any last names and getting into too much detail, she told us they had a great three-hour date that ended up at her place, which went even longer. Uh, They fooled around, which is a big deal for Brittany because she doesn't usually like allowing herself to be vulnerable in that way. She doesn't. It doesn't sound like you do a whole lot of dating. Is that right, Brittany? No, I don't. Because yeah. you're picky. You said you were very picky. Yeah, I'm picky, and there's some baggage, but I'm not like a shut-in or anything. I mean, yeah. I try to meet people. You're choosy. You're selective. Yeah. Yeah. And you really felt like you connected with Trevor. Yeah, really, like, on a deep level. We had a lot of stuff in common. He was really funny, like... It was, like, easy, you know? Like, we just clicked. And he seemed very open-minded. Yeah, so that's why we're going to call Trevor and see if we can't maybe get a second date or some kind of vibe from him one way or another. Something. Because given the way Brittany is about dating, this is a really big deal for her to put Mm -hmm. herself out there, so she must think he's worth it. So if you're ready, Brittany, unless there's anything else you can think of before we make the call, now's the time. Mm Hmm. Can't think of anything else, so might as well just go for it. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. We're doing it. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Trevor? Who's this? Hey, Trevor. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't, uh, why are you guys calling? I well, apologize. I don't get to listen a lot. I, I tend to sleep in. That's okay. When well, kind of got that impression. Um, no, we don't mean <laughs> to disturb you, and I'm sorry if we woke you up. We talked to someone who knows you. And she sounds really nice. I guess you guys went on a date recently, and we just wanted to check in and get your thoughts on the date. Oh, so it is one of those dating things. It is one of those dating things. This is going to be weird. What was her name? Brittany. Cool, cool, yeah. So (laughs) are are you doing a lot of dating, Trevor? I mean, every so often, and I, you know, I just, I don't know who's going to call up with this stuff, but I, I know, I know, Brittany, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I got to tell you, she's very picky. I don't know if you know that about her. Yes. She did mention that a few times. I don't know what else she mentioned to you. I don't know what she told you. Did she say like how we met or anything? She she didn't go into detail, but we understand you met on a, on a kind of off the beaten path dating platform, and that's cool. Whatever yeah. you know, we don't kink shame around here. She didn't go into any detail other than by putting herself out there by by allowing herself to be vulnerable. She was pleasantly surprised to discover what she thought was a real connection with you. Did she get that wrong? Well. It's cool. It sounds like she didn't share too many personal details because the stuff that both of us are into is kind of a little bit out of the norm. But she kind of left out a major detail in the whole course of the evening and in the course of setting the date up that I was not prepared for. And 
it totally freaked me out, if I'm to be honest. And are we talking like a, a, a kink that you didn't think was part of the deal or something uh, else? Not, it goes beyond kink even. I I feel weird even talking about it, but, you know, I'm on the radio now and you guys woke me up. Well, listen, I don't want you to feel like we're putting you on the spot. This isn't ambush radio. You, you, We don't have to have this conversation at all, but it was important enough for Brittany to call us to ask you since you weren't responding to her any of her texts. And if you both want to stop it right here, we can. We got Brittany on the we line. We can call it. We can take it off the air. <laughs> It's up to you, Brittany. I don't. I don't know what you already shared, so I don't. I don't. If you're comfortable with me explaining my side of the story, then I can do it. But I don't. It's up to you. It's fine. I. I just want to know what happened at this point. All right. Uh, so we we went out on a date. Things were clicking. We ended up back at her place. We start fooling around, and there's no delicate way to say this, but she doesn't have a vagina. I mean, I never experienced this. I kind of, yeah, well, I I don't know. I'm uncomfortable now, but we were fooling around. Did she have something else? I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, did she have something else? No. There There was just nothing. Like, I... I don't know. She was talking something about, I don't want to get it wrong, but like medical issues. Uh, is it a hysterectomy? And listen, I'm no doctor, right? I don't know the ins and outs of all this, but I thought, I assumed that she, hysterectomy meant no into like ovaries, right? Not like the stuff inside. I had no idea that they somehow removed the vagina. Like, is that honestly that's a real thing? I've never. You're asking the I, wrong you, you people. Were, yeah, you're ask, you're asking the wrong. I have crowd no here. idea, Brittany. You want to weigh in here? The way I tell people, and I told him was, I had a medical condition that resulted in something called vaginal closure surgery. That's how I explained it. it it's, I tell people I had a complete hysterectomy. It wasn't my choice. I had to have it. And they took everything inside, and then they dealt with the outside. And this is how I explained it. Doesn't that seem pretty complete in my answer? It's, I think, a far field between you told me this thing that's completely abstract in my mind and then the reality of the situation. I mean, you hear, I'm struggling talking about it now because I still don't understand. So you thought by telling him a total... That, that they he, took everything. That he would understand that that meant and included... That. That. Yeah. And he I mean, just... He didn't know that was the definition. And you, de- you, you guys have different definitions, so that's where the confusion is. But this is the thing... He could have told me, you know, I go on these apps that are alternative or fringe because I'm looking for someone with an open mind Mm -hmm. and I'm just, you know, maybe he doesn't belong there because obviously his mind's not very open. I mean, I was very blunt about it. I guess I had to spell it out a little more, but thanks for having an open mind. Okay. Well, I mean, 
listen, I'm sorry about the whole situation, your situation, like the whole thing. You're very nice. You're very attractive. I liked you very much, but you just got to give people more of a heads up in this situation. Like if I think if you are more explicit in defining everything, right. There's several guys on this call and there's women on this call and none of us, I I've ever heard of everything, meaning everything. So I don't feel like I'm in the minority here. And I think this is just, a misunderstanding gone way too far and and that's it well thanks for your advice mine yeah. to you is to be honest with people you should have just told me that that freaked you out instead of acting all supportive and interested we hung out after that and i you even said i'll talk to you soon you led me on and that's not cool you should have said hey where's the stuff you know, or what's going on, or just been blunt about it. At that point, we're in it, you know? And I wouldn't assume that just because I had the surgery that I had, that there aren't other ways that we could, you know, have fun in the bedroom. Like, I'm not inept or anything. You're really making an assumption that that's all there is, and it's not. So you're lost, buddy. All right, guys. Well, listen. This is a first for second date update. <laughs> New. We really appreciate you putting yourself out there, Brittany, and having the conversation with us. And mm-hmm. Appreciate the honesty. And good luck to you, Brittany, for sure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. And Trevor, appreciate you coming on second date update. Best of luck to you. Thanks, guys. Take care. I got nothing. I Yeah, me either. Me either. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Call, uh, send us an email if you need a little help with the second date update. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. 1K letter of the day. Next. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Jeffy. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> doing great. Doing is this, great. Is this your old Kenny? My old Kenny? No. No, no it's Or not. is this a different Kenny? He does not listen no. to this. Kenny. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> but Kenny is a big fan. Like, when I picked up, he was like, Frenchie! Now he's calling you Jeffy. How about that? Oh, Jenny! That's what families do. Go, Kenny! Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Jen loves it when I call her Jenny. Oh, sure. it's my favorite. <sighs> yep. Do you hate Jenny? I do. Why? I never felt like a Jenny. Oh, I my whole entire family calls me Jenny. No. And it doesn't bother me at all. I answered Family to, never did. Yes, I answer to Jen, Jenny, Jennifer, Fritch, Fridge, Fritz. Fritchie. Fritchie. <laughs> uh-huh. How many more? I don't know. Babe. That's a good list. Mom. No, it was Mrs. <laughs> Reynolds in the third grade. I'll never forgive her for it. She, there were two Jennifers in the class, so she just randomly decided I would be. Didn't ask. Oh. Didn't it wasn't like would either one of you like to be called something different? No, she just pointed at me and said, "You're Jenny." Oh, thanks. Thank so, you. Yeah, that kind of stuck throughout high school. So there's still a few people on the family. Oh. But Kenny, have you played this game before? One time. One time. How did you do? Yep. 
terrible. You gave me the letter E, even though you guys say it's a good letter. It was terrible. It didn't work for you. All right. Uh, not well, maybe at all. we can do a little better today. Of course, you know, it is Good Friday, heading into Easter, yep. Easter weekend. So we are going to do a theme today. So I gotcha. hope, hope you're feeling Easter. Feeling it. Let's see what Jeffrey's got. Kenny, it's it's a vowel again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a different vowel. A? Is it A? It is A. It is Ooh. A. Yeah. How about that? I think that is also a really great vowel if you're going to get a vowel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And think about vowel things that start with Easter. So, like, you know, if she has an, you know, mm-hmm. apricot, mm-hmm. could be a yeah. nice side dish. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's on the list. I'm just suggesting. Making some ideas. All right. All right. Let's see what we can do, Kenny. All right. 30 seconds on the clock, please. With there we go. I already put it on there, but it's <laughs> oh, it was set. Okay, <laughs> all right. We broke the handle with the letter A. Name something you put in an Easter basket. Apple. A jelly bean flavor. Apricot. An Easter candy. Pass. Something pink. Um, alligator skin. Something yellow. Pass. Something blue. Pass. An Easter food. Pass. A bunny name. Amber. An outdoor game. Aww. Oh, jeez. That was harder than I thought, for sure. Something yeah. blue, Acura. Acura. Like, you could have gone with car yeah. brands. Yeah. All of the oh, A cars, Acura. What, what Astro was- van. Yeah. Astro yeah. van would have worked. <laughs> yeah. Something pink, Astro van. Like, Painters yeah. are here. I, I would just, like, caution people to not let, when Jen or Tim says, it's a theme today. <laughs> <laughs> I think people get caught up in trying to come up with Easter things that begin with that particular letter. And it doesn't necessarily it have, doesn't to, have be. to be. Correct. Yeah. Unless like a I side say. Dish, you could have said asparagus, you know, or right. whatever. Something the, like the Easter food. Asparagus. It doesn't have to relate Somebody to it. Somebody definitely the question, is eating yeah, it. Yeah, it's the question that relates to it, not necessarily what would the a candy answer. be? Yeah. What, an Easter candy? Well, if he wouldn't have said Andy's apple chocolates. jelly beans. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Andy's chocolates. That yeah, would have been, I, that, that would have stumped me a little bit. But I think it's because I was thinking opera cream, which is an O. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, now, I know. Part of me was thinking it like this would have been the week for, for Kenny to get an E. Right, for Easter? For oh, Easter. Because yeah. <laughs> then he could have said eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah, right. Easter something. Easter. Yeah. Oh, well, darn it anyway. Well, You'll just have no, to try no again. next time. Okay, that's a deal. <laughs> if we pull a vowel for you again in the future, we're going to say no. Yeah. What are you doing Free for rider. Easter, Kenny? Um, big Easter egg hunt with my family and the neighbors in the yard. Nice. Wow. That'll be fun. Do you guys hunt for anything in particular, like a prize egg or anything? I'll be hunting for a buzz. There a you buzz. go. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Same. <laughs> Mimosa started at 11. Stop by. All right, well, have a good weekend. <laughs> Happy Easter, guys. Take care. Thanks, you, guys. Too. See you. you too. Bye. Okay, let me Bye. get Georgina back on the phone. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, Let's get Georgina. So Georgina is the proprietor of... Is it Georgina's Gluten Free? Her website is says Creations by Georgina. Oh, Creations by Georgina. Okay. But the it's also GFC, Gluten Free Creations by Georgina.com. Love it. Yeah, so she... I'm a big fan. 
We talked to her this morning. She was looking for a a Jeff and Jen mom and pop spot. Yeah, because, I mean, more and more people are finding that they have sensitivities to gluten. And so finding good things, <laughs> things that taste good, taste that good. are gluten-free, it can be a challenge. And especially when it comes to, like, kids. You know, when kids have, a lot of kids on the spectrum have issues with gluten. So to find a birthday cake for a kid that can't mm-hmm. have gluten and have it taste as good as all the other birthday cakes. That's hard. She's got it covered. Love that. Yeah, Georgina, we heard from a few listeners on your behalf. Angela sent us a note, said, I'm listening right now, and Georgina's uh, gluten-free Buckeye brownie is a favorite in our house. Nice. We love her desserts and baked goods. Four stars. Oh, nice. Look at that. I assume that's four out of, out of four. four stars. Right. That's a testimonial right there. You might hear that in the commercial. Oh, huh? my. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Kristen said Georgina's gluten-free cookies and cinnamon rolls are the best in Look all caps. I'm so glad Aww. you're highlighting her. Out of everyone in the area, hers are the best. So nice. you got quite a reputation out there, Look Georgina. Yeah, we have some loyal customers. Aww. That's awesome. I just want to give you a hug all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's awesome. All right, I'm excited to hear the commercial. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Remember, it was free. (laughs) Here it comes. We take you to a cottage in the Batavia countryside. There is one happy baker, Georgina. She's baking you great-tasting, gluten-free baked goods. She creates made-from-scratch treats that you wouldn't know were gluten-free. Blueberry muffins? (gasps) Banana nut muffins? Cinnamon rolls? Orange sweet rolls? Cookies, cookies, and more cookies. Churro cookies, jam-filled cookies, snickerdoodles, and custom-made cookies. Carrot cakes, brownies, turtles, cupcakes, Buckeye brownies. All gluten-free. Wheat sucks. Gluten will kill you. (laughs) Angela says Georgina's gluten-free Buckeye brownie is a favorite in her house. Four stars. Order online and pick up at the cottage. Or grab some at Jungle Gyms in Eastgate. Hey, let's sing it, girls. GFC by Georgina.com. <laughs> you know I gotta give you a ring. Lemon pound cake. <laughs> nice. That might be my new fave. That's pretty good. I well, love that. I love when the kids get was... scared and all run away. <laughs> because wheat will kill you. Ah, good job, Tim. Thank you, Very thank nice. you, thank you. What'd you think, Georgina? That's awesome. Did I capture the amazing. essence of what you do? Absolutely. <laughs> good. Well, we wish you nothing but continued success. Yes. Sounds like, it sounds like you're yeah. doing well. And thanks for answering the call on your spring break. Oh, no problem. Yeah, where in Florida are you? Um, we're at Legoland. Oh, cool. Is that the one in, uh, where is that? Is that in Key Largo? Or no, uh, Miami? Winter, Winter Park. It's Winter Park. Oh, Winter Park. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. It's by Orlando because when we were coming back from our cruise yeah. to go to the airport, we passed right by it. Yep. That's great. Yep. All it's right. been fun. We'll have fun down there. Yeah, safe travels yeah. home. Enjoy that weather. We'll see you soon. We got good weather waiting for you when you get back. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> take it easy, Georgina. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, sure. take care. Bye-bye. Yeah.
Yeah, even though it's cloudy out there now and we'll only see a high of 60 today, it's going to slowly warm up. 61 tomorrow. We'll start to see the sun in the afternoon tomorrow. And then Easter Sunday, it'll be mostly sunny and warmer. High of 65. And I think I might get my car washed today because next week we got nothing but sunny skies and we'll be back in the 70s. So Nice. Do it yeah. today. I'm excited. <sighs> I know. I just leave it outside today. when it rains. And by the way, I put uh, Georgina's commercial and link to her website at WKRQ.com. Just click on Jeff and Jen and then Mom and Pop Spots and it's right there. Yeah. So Georgina, you can go back and listen to it whenever you want. It is 834 <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Now the check on the roads. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.